0: episode of the inspired eye podcast a completely unscripted photography podcast yay hey don how you doing man i'm
1: okay unscripted at it (laughs) okay
0: okay i already prepped you to say that so
1: yeah well but but it wasn't a script it was just a prep preparation is different than script
0: true it's a question of
1: intent so go ahead
0: (laughs) true 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 all right so right now ask me about my my uh my nice travel like a week ago Oh uh, yeah. So
1: look, how how was your trip to Haiti? I uh,
0: wonder where that
1: came from. Uh, how, yeah. how was actually how was the trip to
0: Haiti? It was great, man. Um, like there's this guy. There's this guy. I've known him for like 15 years, man. And uh, he got married. And um, I check online. Uh, what's this called? Kayak.com. And I, I found like a dirt cheap ticket, just barely 200 bucks. So I'm like, oh, like are you serious? And I'm like, oh, two hundred bucks, man. And like, and I looked at my wife because you know, the wives are the the actual bosses. Uh, and I looked at her and she said, and she said, go. I'm like, are you serious? Like, yeah. And I'm like, are you? Is that serious? round trip? Round Ra- trip, round one? trip, man. And two hundred uh, bucks. Yeah. So I just went there, man. I went there. Um. I uh, I actually did not shoot that much because I I was really trashed, man. You know, it's I, I love photography, but it really I really wanted to be lazy there, so that's what I did. But I did shoot some some really nice frames, anyways. One thing the one thing that got me is, well, there there's no arguing that my best work is my work from Haiti. And while I was there, I, I was wondering why. You know and, and it hit me you know it's all about shooting what's close to you you know like I'm I'm uh, I'm Haitian I, I, I lived there for like what 20 something years and um, technically speaking here I'm a stranger you know what I mean this is not my home and while I'm in Haiti, I feel inspired, I know I, I know everything, you know, it's very familiar to me, and I feel inspired to shoot, and you can see that in the work, you see what I mean? But here, when I come here, for example, I went to New York, you know, after the initial, uh, oh my God, I'm in New York, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it's it just, everything started to become dry.
1: Let me, yeah, I'm going to ask you a question, I think people need to def- get a definition of this. When you say you feel uh, things are close to you, mm-hmm. is that in in relation to... Uh, ob- right. is it relation to objects and location or is it close to you, meeting your center, yourself?
0: Well, actually you you're making the to first says it's physical, that's what you're saying, right? Like
1: No, not necessarily, not at all. I mean I think you made it physical. So mm-hmm. in other words, like if you're if you, you made the statement that that hate that you feel really, really close to hating. Mm-hmm. So, I, so that, that that to me, becomes a physical location of space and time that you're at mm-hmm. that you feel you're close to. But when you're here in the United States, you don't feel the closeness. Mm-hmm. But is the closeness because of location. I mean, th- let me ask you a question. Your family, your wife and your kids, you feel mm-hmm. closer to them here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or do you feel closer in Haiti? Do you understand what I'm saying? I see what you mean that is inside you and you take that when we were in new york you take that closeness, that thing to self it's called the self you take that wherever you go it doesn't matter where you are you are always connected to yourself
0: yeah but there's there's a there's a degree of uh of familiarity i would say you know one um there's one quote that gets basically it's now a creed you know it's like uh if your photographs are not good enough you're not close enough you know and, oh, I, that's I,
1: so old and cliche yeah, it's like it's like, no, no
0: but it's like you know a lot of people it's think time. you know they <laughs> think that okay before i used to shoot at uh, 10 meters from my subjects now i'm going to i'm going to shoot 2 meters you know what i mean you know it's really about Emotional. That's
1: location, dude.
0: Yeah, that's, that's location.
1: you not to do with the subject. you to do with you. It's
0: location. Exactly. But now, you know, I think that what he means is if your pictures are not good enough, you know, you're not close enough with your heart. The thing I have with Haiti is uh, that that's where my heart is. That's why I'm, I'm looking at it. It's like that's where my heart is, because when I was a kid, what happened was I uh, I went here, you know, for vacation. And then when I came back. I just I just threw a fit in the airplane. It's like, Yo, dude, you know, just just leave me in the airplane. Just send me back to the U.S. I don't want to stay in Haiti, you know. And now when I'm older, it's like, oh, my goodness, I, I don't want to stay here anymore. Like the U.S., you know what I mean? Because it's it's really bringing me down. But back to photography, though, it's... Um...
1: We're in photography, and everything oh my... you're saying
0: is in photography. Okay, okay. Well, I think a lot of people think that their images are um somewhere else. Like, uh, I, I guess I'll say India. You know, it's like the 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 paradise place for photographers. You see what I mean? But the ironic thing is, you know, I know some people from India that dream to go to the U.S. to shoot. You know what of I mean? Course. It's like everybody wants to go
1: to an exotic place.
0: Yeah, every every right. everywhere else, you know, is an exotic place. But you know, when, what you realize is, if you spend enough time someplace, you know, it gets boring. You know, and, and that huh. goes for. No, oh, oh, no, 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 at first, at first, what, no, no, that's where, I, that's, that's going to be my point, it's like, at first, if you follow your feeling, you know, it's going to get exciting, you, you're fresh out of the plane, everything's exciting, everything's beautiful, and eventually, everything just dies down, you know, it's like, okay, I, I don't want to stay here anymore, I want to go somewhere else, et cetera, but, you know, that's where what you're going to say comes in, it's like, you got to go ahead and look even further and even more, you know, where you, where you are. Right. To to make it interesting and, and make your shots, you know, what I realize, even if here, you know, it's I, I don't really feel close here and stuff like that, you know, when it comes to stuff that I'm actually close to, which is, for example, my family, I get wonderful photographs. Of course. So, that's all about about uh, the to, to heart.
1: You, you open up a whole big can of worms, and the, fir- and the first thing is, yeah. uh, I would say this to the audience right now, that do not feel... Uh, any kind of intimidation or uh, out of place because of the conversation we're having is certainly very esoteric. Okay, oh, yeah. but it is not. It is it is not limiting in an esoteric way. Like in other words, you may not do photography this way. You might just be a photographer doing something else. But if you are focused in this way, then this conversation will be directed to you directly. And if you're not into it, it's to you directly too. But don't feel alienated because this is going on whether you like it or not. It's just happening. So. First thing, location, location, location. Yep. It's only something in real estate. It only means something in real. It don't mean anything in life, and don't mean anything in photography. Photography is life. So wherever what you're doing is when you're making photographs, you are looking for yourself and your presence in the world. So basically, when you're out walking on the street, like like I always say on my blog and stuff like that, I, I I say like. Uh, how to look for your own how to look for your photographs, your photograph. Well you're just just try to visualize that every photograph you make, everyone, even the ones you don't like, they are all self portraits of yourself.
0: Yeah, a piece of so
1: yourself. If, yes, self portraits, a piece of a self portrait. So when you're out there and you're making photographs, if you're connecting to that, you'll find your photograph. And if you're not connected to it, it's nothing to sweat about. You you might not find it, but you're still you're still enjoying the actor photography. But for the guy that, for the person that is out there really trying to find it, doesn't matter location or anything. The only thing that matters is that your intent is is, is realized through the I heart and mind. If it's realized, then it's success. So at that point. Saying that uh, I have to go to Haiti, London, uh, any other place in the world, Australia or something like that, to find photographs, yeah, you could go there and you would look for your photographs. But if you can't find them outside your back door, you're not going to find them anywhere else either.
0: Yeah. Uh, One thing uh, we should say is that, like, where where is uh where is your own backyard? you know what I mean for me, what I realize is Haiti is my own backyard, you know so it's it's kind of reverse are you are, are you like super busy or something i'm I'm gonna cut the podcast man no, I'm
1: trying to turn the phone off i hate I never get phone calls because people don't call me no more
0: oh, oh, oh. i right, so, so, I call you
1: so if haiti's your haiti you consider Haiti to be your back door what yeah. do you consider Florida where you're at in Florida
0: a piece of dry land the desert. Everybody <laughs> else does too. No, it's uh with
1: well, alligators you can <laughs>
0: eat, your, eat your cats and dogs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, I, I, it's it's really crazy. It's like so. I came here, so I like, uh, I'm like she, my wife is. She's like, I'm like, so these signs say say alligator. What does that mean? It's like, well, they can come in your backyard and eat your stuff. You know, no. What 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 is the um the? It's actually something I'm I'm um. I'm I'm uh, struggling with it's like uh, location like you said you know for me home is Haiti but I want to take that away and have home in a sort of portable package it's with me so, oh, so yeah. yeah well that's what I'm trying to do in in Florida and everywhere I go it, and it's a struggle for me because you know I um the way I think and stuff like that it's really different from here so what I what I'm trying to do is trying to take the way I approach things in Haiti which I consider my home and put it in everywhere I am.
1: Yeah.
0: But for some reason this it doesn't it, it's it's all good and, and and uh in paper, but you know, in practice it really takes a lot of conscious effort. For me making images in Haiti is just a breeze. It's it just flows. You know, but when it comes to 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 here it's like what am I what am I doing here? What what am I making pictures of, you know? So I have to consciously make an effort Okay. To actually say, okay, you got to put yourself in a state of mind to make pictures and find myself here. You see you, what I mean? You got to wake up. You mean, right? So yeah, gotta, yeah. I have to consciously gotta wake up. I got to consciously wake up. It's a. Conscious... You don't like being awake.
1: You like to sleep and just walk through Haiti and click, 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 click. You don't want to be awake and challenge your mind yeah. and try to find where. You're... Yeah, that's okay. I understand that. Right. I understand that.
0: Yeah. But let's let, no let but let's look look at it. <laughs> let's look at it from uh, from uh, our uh, our listeners' perspective. It's like, where is your home, and how are you dealing with it? Home is where the heart is, period. Oh man, here you go, all philosophical. Oh hey, ah. move it home dude. No, I agree. Move it home No, I agree. I can't. No, it's uh, yeah. it's, it's been it a, a eye-opening experience, I guess. You know, with the with the I heart and mind stuff. You know, it's really it's like, oh man, it really hit me when I was there.
1: So let me ask a question i mean uh how, do, how does how does your wife you know how's Isabel feel
0: about going to uh, to haiti to live in haiti uh if I told her that she wouldn't she she'll just count the days and like when are we going she's yeah, yeah she's she's haitian too so
1: so there is another question both uh both the kids are born here in the United States right oh yeah so does that have any issues uh going to haiti I
0: no mean, mm. no nah. no nope not at all okay you got a
1: place to stay and everything yep for sure yeah I do. With
0: extra rooms and everything, maybe I mean, not. For two hundred bucks, we're
1: to have the
0: the elder inspired, and I will be on vacation. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I I actually have a have a place uh, ready if if I wanted to. Ah, uh, I'm questioning it. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's been really a really slap in my face for um not not only uh, uh life wise, you know, and but also photography wise. So and that that got me to question um where is home to i heart and mind
1: yeah i do know what you mean i think uh uh i mean you've been i I gotta be honest you've been talking about this haiti thing uh as long as i know you and i've seen a hell of a lot of your a heck of a lot of your you did working in haiti and not all of it not all of it but uh, a good percentage of it is very very connected and strong i know not all of it i mean nobody has all of it you know what i mean Mm -hmm but you have a very high percentage of hits in uh in
0: haiti yeah that's that's the thing and that's that's what I... You, you know um you i don't i don't think you can fake connection and that think i think that's what my problem is because uh you know there's a very like uh eugene smith you know every every um project that he did you know it was something yeah. that he got the connection down yeah yeah first you know, and I think if there's one takeaway from this whole podcast is if your work doesn't isn't good, just don't fake the connection, you know. Just you gotta find that connection to the place, to your family, to whatever you wanna shoot, and then, you know, it comes out easy. And that that's 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 what I got from going to Haiti. It's like you cannot fake that connection and if you can get close to your subject first, whatever it is, wherever it is, you know, if you get close to your subject first, everything else sings. You know, I it's for me, going to Haiti and making making images is completely and absolutely effortless. Okay, but here, there needs to be an effort because I need to first make the connection and then I okay I need to shoot and understand what I'm doing. I read, for example, for for Eugene Smith, you know, like there's a guy that went and uh, interviewed all the people that actually um, um, met him and stuff like that. And if there's one thing that they understood is that he cared for them. You know, has his yeah. subjects. And it was not like, you know, I'm going to take pictures of them. No, I'm going to make images of, of, of my subjects. And he respected them and what they were doing. You know, like a country doctor and a nurse midwife. Those are stunning work. And the biggest secret is that, well, he was connected. You know, he genuinely cared for these people.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. But, you know, using Gene Smith is probably not the best uh, way to show
0: he was upset, how to connect. He, he I mean, I, I'm not obsessed. saying
1: he wasn't the good. He was the best. You know, best photojournalist ever. You know, him and Kappa, the best ever that lived. I don't mm-hmm. care what anybody says. Yeah. But uh, well, we're, we're not talking about that kind of situation now. Yeah, and that's we, true, have, we, true. we need a better definition. That's the problem with going back in history. You know what I mean? I have a very clear vision of history. You know, I was taught and trained very well by a curator. At the Fellows Museum of Art, and I met a lot of, and talked and conversed with a lot of the masters because they would come to the museum and bring a prince, and they would call me, come down. But the connection, the definition of connection is variable. And the one thing that you don't want to, I don't want to push into people here, and that is this if you're taking your camera and you're walking down the street, the connection does not mean, or not necessarily mean, Talking to somebody, seeing somebody, connecting energy, that's not it. What the real connection comes into when you look at yourself and you say, how does the world affect me? Mm-hmm. How do I survive in the world? Now, when I say world, it could also be subject. But what is it in here that defines me and what do I do in return to define this? That's the connection. That's what you got to photograph. Because a lot of people it's a it's a misunderstanding. They think that, oh, I gotta stand on the corner, talk to this guy and have a conversation, slip in five bucks and make a picture. No, that's not the connection. The connection is how you are your time and place and space in the world around you. Yeah. That's the connection of the heart.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of photographers has have a sort of disconnect from their uh from their images because um well we said we talked about that before you know they take their images you know they uh they steal from what's in front of them but you know the connection is very important and it because you're part of it you know i think i think the whole connection thing is realizing that you are actually part of the world and yes you matter as much as the world does because guess what without you there is no world because you're dead that's you right know, you, that's you don't, right. you don't exist so like you said the connection I, I, one important point is that you gotta also embrace that connection okay so for example if you feel feel uh, sad about something, you know you you express it through your work. And inversely, if you feel happy about something, you express it through your work. I agree. And,
1: and you know the thing is, like uh, when you when you are connected in the heart, you know I'm not going into the philosophy, you know, and the circle and everything. I'm like, we'll, we'll do it another time. But when you're connected with your heart, <clears throat> then what will happen is, uh, like for a magazine or newspaper or publication or a museum or gallery, whatever organization, whatever, will say, hey, I like the way your eyes work, I like the way you're connected. Something. can you plug your eyes into this? Can you, you know, here's, so, here's something, can you plug your eyes into this and make it work? And either can or you can't. You can't always, you know? But if you can, you take, you take the assignment. That's, That's and the reason they gave that to you and offered it is because they see your work and they say, "Wow, man, this person is really connected. Look at the photographs. Look at these; they're amazing. Look the connection you could feel. You can feel the presence. That's it. So that's really what it is, you know. And you, I mean, I do that on my own personal work. I mean, I I did it on assignments too, but I ain't doing that anymore. But I do it for my own personal work. I think everybody does. It's not the point that you do it because we all do. The point is. Knowing what you're doing when you're doing it. That's the point. That's the that's what matters. That's intent.
0: Well, to to way to way I do it for assignments, because I still do assignments, it's um uh for weddings, for example, what I do is I uh to way I connect to these people because I don't really know them, you know, they're my clients, I met them a few times, mm-hmm. you know, had had drinks. Uh coffee, not drinks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You know So uh I don't really know these people, but the way I connect not only this is a very small connection, but the way I connect with them is I relate to them because I'm also married you know so when i when I shoot these people's wedding for example, well, I shoot it as if it was my wedding, and I understand what's going on and I shoot the way for example, if it was my wedding my 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 mother is is, is long gone if because of the Haitian earthquake for example, and I'm seeing uh uh the groom and and the mom, for example, I'll see that, I catch that re- really quickly right. because I have right. I understand what it is not to have my parent there. That's right. You see what I mean? That's that's another way to to connect with your work. It's actually um. No, call, connect with yourself. Connect with uh, yourself. Yeah, yeah could connect with yourself. If you connect that's with what you just did you connected with yourself? You um uh, uh you relate you, you know relating to your subject etc by something that happened to you. You know, um, for example, there was this lady in Nicaragua, you know, and she was she was she was in tears. You know, she 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 lost her 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 son and stuff like that. And the only thing I needed to do is like, oh, my goodness, if I lost mine, what would I what, what would I have done? You know, and bam, made the image and it's piercing. Right. You know, it's just relating to 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 what you're to other people. It's those images are connected. You can you can smell it from a mile away. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. So, and I think that they're the ones who make the the greatest work. And um, I, I don't I don't want to bash anything, but you know, nowadays there's a lot of work that that's being really presented as as a uh, photography. It's really commercial and dry and emotionless. You know, and I for think, you, not for everybody. No, not well. I'll say yes for everybody. You know, it's I won't name uh, websites, but you know Certain websites, everything that they present, it's it's pretty impersonal work.
1: But yeah, but there's a reason for that. Well, yeah, nah, I know. I'm not going to. Don't be. Uh, don't be giving me. A, everybody, yeah. he's giving me the, the look here, like I have to agree with him and everything. I just
0: no. Doing. I just I just named you the website.
1: <laughs> no, no. Yeah, we're like I know you did, and we're not talking about it.
0: Yeah, no, we're not this,
1: talking it's about it. Like you know, look. I mean, th- that's intent. The website is there to sell images.
0: Yes, commercial not, images.
1: They yeah, they're making something that's true. Commercially viable to anybody that looks at it, and you'd be surprised like how many people will buy that stuff to put on the walls or whatever. There's nothing wrong with it. There's, there's, you know, there's, there's a zillion ways to to produce and to make money and do something, but there's only one way to get it, and that's from your heart. And if it doesn't come from the heart, you know, go paint the
0: bathroom. What's what's with that example of painting the bathroom? I think you you should uh, paint well, your bathroom. Uh, what's up? Look, let's face it. Look, I,
1: I did construction work, you know, for sixty years or fifty years, and I know a lot of friends that are painters. And I'll tell you, the one thing they don't want to do is paint. The
0: bathroom.
1: <laughs> Professionals, amateurs, and homeowners—they don't want to paint. What is more boring than being in a bathroom? A bathroom, nothing and painting the walls. Don't get paint on the toilet seat. Don't get paint in the bathtub. So if you can't. <laughs> I use that as an expression all the time. Well, you don't like what you're doing here. Go paint the bathroom. You know what I mean?
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> even even amateurs and professionals don't like
1: it. Oh no, no, not at all. No, all my friends that I, mean, I have guys that, that get paid like uh, fifty thousand dollars to paint like an apartment here in Center City and stuff. I know for a fact. Uh, I know for a fact that guy got more, and he had to do the bathroom like five times. They put some kind of like a faux finish on. This guy's a doctor who do I know, and he he did it like five times. Just, you know, he said, no, 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 the shade's a little bit too pink, a little bit too pink. Should I do well, no, it? No, a little bit too blue. But he got paid big money, but no one wants to do that. It's like that, or go take the garbage out or something, you know what I mean? Sorry.
0: Hey, but let's, since you were um, um, uh, um doing that, like, how did you apply your heart to what you were doing? Not as a photographer, but as a professional doing something else but photography.
1: It made it very easy, actually. Uh-huh. Back, I mean, really, I mean... Uh, you know, back in the, when I came home from Vietnam, you know, and I, you know, I, you know, I was already doing photography. I served with the war, but when I came home, you know, it was like my, you know, I wanted to just go be a professional photographer, just like a pro. Mm-hmm. And this is in 1971, 1972. It's like, what is a pro photographer? Well, I'm not going to do weddings, that I hate it. I'm not going to do baby pictures, you know. So I had to work for newspapers, which I did. I did some work for the Bulletin here. You know, I made it out pretty good. I had a wife, a wife and two kids at this point. And, you know, and you'd be surprised. Those kids start yelling because they're hungry. They don't stop until their belly is full. And the worst thing is laying in bed at night with your wife, and you're faced one way, and she's the other way, and there's a refrigerator in between you. That's how cold it is. (laughs) So the The way I did it was it's it's almost kind of like an oxymoron. This is really good for anybody that does work, you know, outside of photography.
0: Yeah, that, that's why, why I like, asked the question. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, like I did like hardwood floors and contracting, which is dirty, physical labor, really hard. And photography was always clean and pristine and stuff like that. No dust. It's complete opposite of everything. But there's no there's no contradiction of terms between the two because they're both in a creative aspect, and one supports the other. Like if I didn't do Harvard floors, I couldn't afford the Likers that I had, and I, I couldn't afford the time to go out and make photographs. If I didn't go out and make photographs, finally or not, dude, and I say this to my my family, they know that. If I didn't go out and make photographs and just you know, even just downtown, I would have committed suicide and not done and and because I, I couldn't just live my life without doing that. Hmm. I can go I can go through my life without a whole lot of things more than most people, but I can't go without photography. So the two supported each other. You know what I mean? Whereas a friend of mine was a very successful fashion photographer. Very, very successful fashion photographer. And he would always say to me, Don, you know, I just, I would just love to do it. I'd love to go down to Atlantic City for the week and walk the boardwalk and take my camera and just snap here and shoot there and stuff like that. I said, well, then go do it. He said, I can't. I don't even know how to do it, man. He said, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Here's a guy that has like you know this gorgeous studio, with photographs for Vogue and everything. Back then, he was making like a hundred grand, hundred twenty grand a year, and wow. he doesn't, he can't separate and couldn't separate to to see the the forest for the trees, right? Mm. So, I, so I think that I think that that you have to know how to compartmentalize things, like in your psyche, like you know what is it that let's let's look at it. Like, what is it that keeps you going here? Well, you need food, air, relationships. You got to take care of people in your family. You got to pay the rent, the mortgage, whatever you got. All these things you got to do. What is it? What what is it for your soul? Of course, your wife and kids and everything is for your soul too. That that's for at the center of everything. But what is it for you? Just your personal entity. What is it for the soul? And you got to find that and nurture that. Because if you don't, you're not going to make it. Diane Orvis could not do it, and she didn't make it. She's not the only one. You know, Barbara Blondeau could not make it. You you have to find a way to define what it is that keeps you alive and nurturing. And being alive is not being a robot, paying the mortgage and the bills, and eating. You know, being alive is is going out there and doing your photography, your work, because that's for you, and that feeds the robot. That feeds everything else that you have to do. So the two interact with each other. If you don't, if you don't have the robot work, and, and you can't afford to do the photography. If you don't do the photography, you have no reason to be the robot.
0: So, so what are you saying? Like you can you connected to your um, regular job work by knowing that knowing that while you were doing it, you were uh, indirectly feeding your photography because you'll be able to have, uh, for example, the money to pay the bills and then go out and shoot. Is that correct? Yeah, but not indirectly, directly. Directly? Yeah. Directly. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You're doing so, it directly. You're not indirectly. Okay, so basically the the um, uh, you are connected with your work by having to carrot in front of the donkey, basically, you know, and that the carrot being photography, right? Yeah, that that
1: is correct. That, that 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 absolutely is correct. You know, I mean, you know, that's what I mean by go paint the bathroom. You know what I mean? Uh, you know I mean basically what that means is you know, you're taking something that you love and you cherish and you nourish. Which is, you know, when to use the term photography, it could be, you know, anything else, but for us, that's what it is, and the people listening, that's what it is. You know, and then, so what is the exact opposite of that? What is, what is the opposite? I mean, swimming in a garbage can? Nah, let's be, don't be ridiculous. Painting the bathroom is pretty much the opposite of, of doing photography. You know what I mean? So, one feeds the other, and, and vice versa. So, you have to find a way to live. Supporting both and realizing that if I don't do this, I can't get to do this. And if I don't get to do this, I don't want to do this. One more thing. People have always asked me, including Ding McNulty, and you know, always says, why, you know, this you know, Ding was very, very smart. He was very cultured. I yeah. mean, oh my god. And he, he even asked me many times to Don, why do you do photography? Why are you a photographer? And I just said, Because I have to. That's it. But I have to do it. No. I just have to do it. I cannot not do photography it does not exist for me i will not exist if i'm not doing photography i don't want to exist if i'm not doing photography i will not exist without doing photography
0: okay so i see i see what you mean i think it's um it's very interesting for for people because you know uh i um there's many many folks that, that are asking me uh about professional photography and stuff like that and i'm like dude if 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 i if i could i'll just In all due honesty, I love what I'm doing. I love photography. I love uh, shooting weddings and doing events and stuff like that. But in my opinion, I would have enjoyed it more maybe if I had a regular job. Because That's I know correct. that it, once it's done, once the regular job is done, you know, mm-hmm. here's the photography part. Because when you're a pro, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, line blurring. Somet- sometimes uh, the schedules is hectic and then some, some, um, some editing, you know, spills into uh, to way into the night and stuff like that. It's not really that fun, you know. And, That's um, right. There's, there's a lot of guys that want you to, uh, to actually buy their workshops to teach you how to be a pro photographer. That are going to tell you that it's all awesome and easy and stuff like that now I, I, I actually sometimes i i do i do envy the simple life of you know you work hard but then again you can't do photography hard
1: you know you pulled up a good thing there and uh i'm not going to get into the conversation hold on i'm not going to get into the conversation about other people i know that i care about on yeah. the internet but <clears throat> this is this is the exact thing now a lot of people ask me why I name my camera. And on my blog, I'm always naming my cameras and talking to it. People post and say, well, by the way, what did you name your camera? And there's a reason for that. And the big reason is this. If you, think of your, if you think of your camera, which represents the whole entire process of photography when you pick it up, if you're thinking of that as a tool, like a commercial photographer would be, then you may say, I'm going out to do a wedding and this is my camera, it's my tool. What tool do you use? I use it like M9. I use a 3 XP one It's my tool. Well, I don't do that. I'm photographing for me and I'm photographing for life. So if someone says, well, what are you doing? I'm taking Andre out for a walk today. Or maybe I'll take Dato today. Because what that does is, in my mind, it separates work mm-hmm. from work. Mm-hmm. Work for money and hire and work for the heart and the soul. And that's what I do. If you want to, there's nothing wrong with being a professional photographer. But if you're a pro photographer, you damn sure better make sure you're a good one. There's a lot of good ones out there. But you're in it for money, for nothing. What it comes down to is you're working for money, you're working for hire. I'm not working for hire anymore. I'm working because I need to and I must do. So I'm not taking a tool out of it. I could take a hammer and say, yeah, I'm taking my hammer. <laughs> I actually name my hammers, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. You, but if, no. so I take Seriously? my cameras out for a walk. My cameras go with, like, my little white, my little white Rico GRD4. Her name is Penelope, after Penelope Cruz. And I put her in my pocket, and I walk around smiling all day, because Penelope Cruz is in my pocket, okay? Uh-huh. But that way, my Where's mind and my heart is focused on what I want to do in my photography, what I'm trying to find, separated from money. You get it? But that's basically it. I mean, like, you brought up the point about, about a – a commercial professional photographer and I I mean look you are uh, you you got some really nice wedding shots I mean I saw your stuff probably most people didn't but you got some really nice stuff there as a wedding photographer you had a talent for it no doubt but don't you feel a difference between that and going to Haiti, H- Haiti for the wedding. I mean, Haiti for yourself.
0: I think it all boils down to just one simple question: Who are you shooting for? You know, at the end of the day, that's that's my big. That is the um, defining factor for me between when I'm being a pro and when I'm when I'm being an amateur. You know, and an amateur is the person that does it for the love of it. When you're doing when you're doing uh, um, a photography as a pro, there's only one question: What does the client want? And most of the time, it's different than what you want. And you got to negate what you want because you're not the one paying yourself money. It's a client. So, But, you know, what I do is, you know, I, I do make it clear that, you know, I have a certain style. And if you hire me, you understand that you're going to get that certain style. So I still have, I still can do some sort of type of personal work. So like, for example, if there's this uh, shot that I got of this guy with, the, with a balloon. <laughs> I considered this personal work even though I was at a wedding say right but at the end of the day you know it's just one question who am i shooting for what if i'm on an assignment and i'm shooting for somebody because that somebody is the one gonna pay that's gonna pay the bills and when it's personal there's only one person that i'm trying to please it's myself right and you know, that's the that is the that is the difference, and I do feel that difference, you know, because um, uh, when you're shooting for somebody, it's like you have somebody over your shoulder saying, like, "Okay, what would that person want in, the, in my shoulder?" And once it's for yourself, you know, you do whatever you want; you're free. I I,
1: I, I shoot for myself all the time, and I do have someone on my left shoulder that talks to me all the time when I'm shooting. But As the... I, see, I see my doctor at the VA all the time. So he, he doesn't yell at me anymore. <laughs> That... No, you're right because that—that is the connection, right there. That's the connection.
0: Yeah. So, uh, why is your your doctor?
1: Uh... No my actually my my, psychi- my psychiatrist thinks I'm gonna. We have a very good relationship. You know, I look, I've a lot of issues with be nominal, and he helps me with that stuff, so I can get some sleep at night. But he—he's—he's he's really very, very cool. He's from Budapest. Okay. And yeah, yeah, he's—he's he's a Muslim from Budapest, and uh, we get along really, really fine. To talk, and you know, he. He helps me put a lot of things to learn how to control myself, you know, basically, you know, so it's all right, you know. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, I I think, really what a couple, look, let's face it, there's an old saying, you you come into the world alone, you're going out alone, Mm -hmm. right? And you are, there's no doubt about it, even if something happens where you're two or three people or two hundred people go down together, you're still going out alone, you know? So, if you're here... You you know you, you meet people and you marry people and give birth to people and all this stuff and make friends and everything, but you really have to you really have to satisfy your soul on your own. You can't do it with anybody else. And like I I made <clears throat> I remember when well I don't want to get too heavy into the war or stuff, but I remember a friend of mine I was dying and uh, and and well whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> what I decided at that point was you know when it's time for me to go. You know what I mean. When it's time, I'm not afraid to die at all. And and when it's time to go, and I'm laid on that marble slab, and the Lord is looking over at me, you know, I don't want to be saying, "Oh my God, I wasted it. I should have. I should have. I done. I could have." I'm going to say, "Lord, I had a great life. I wouldn't mind having a little bit more time, but I had a great life. I'm ready to go." Yeah.
0: Well. Because I'm.
1: You know what I mean. That's it.
0: Um, I, I said that in the in one of the issues, there's um, there's a woman, what she did is she interviewed a lot of people on their last week of life, last day of life, and telling yeah. them what are your biggest regrets. Number one for all the guys was that I, yeah. worked, I worked too hard. I, yeah, worked, sure. I wish I did not work too hard. That is the number one regret. Yeah. Second is I wish I stayed in touch with my friends and family. OK, and which is what you want. What you're saying is I wish that I followed my my own way instead of yeah. living the life that others expected of me. That,
1: that's you know? exactly. Oliver, that's it. Man. Okay. That's the inspired way that, that you hit it right there at the end. The, that's the inspired way. That's
0: it. Right? And at the end of the day, you know what we're trying to do. Uh, and we're going to cut on this. It's uh, I'm finding my own way. Don has his own way, and at the end of the day, why you're listening to this podcast and why you're subscribing to the magazine and uh, and the newsletter is to find your own way, you know. And at the end of the day, we don't want you to be like us and find, you know, just be clones of us, be zombies just like us. No, it's all about finding your own way in the eye, heart, and mind. And we'll get into this uh, next, uh, next podcast episode. So it's time to say goodbye. Please subscribe to the magazine, and, uh, well, have a blessed week, guys. Bye. Take care.
1: Have a good one. Okay, and you can always reach us on the blog. You know, just post a comment on the blog, and we'll respond almost immediately.
0: Now, speak for yourself, man. You got you got too much time on your hands. Too much time. Get a Russian place, dude. <laughs>